The Boost Podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost Podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard, the podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to Boots Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today I'm chatting with Jeremy Schiefling. He's a former LinkedIn leader who is also the co-author of a newly released book called Linked. In our conversation, we cover all things Boost. So let's dig right in. Hey, Jeremy, welcome to the Boost Podcast. Oh, it's so great to be here, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my goodness. It is good to have you on. And we are talking about a subject that I love, 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 all things LinkedIn. And so before we jump into my 10,001 questions, um, tell us more about you and sort of your background and what led you to um, this conversation that we're about to have about LinkedIn. Yeah, well, for all your listeners out there who've had a little bit of a a nonlinear career, let's say, just know that you're in good company because I started my career as a kindergarten teacher in Brooklyn. I worked in the nonprofit sector. I worked in the tech sector. I work at Khan Academy today. And so that's totally fine. Whatever you've, wherever you've been, wherever you want to go, LinkedIn is for you. Man. Well, you know, when I heard Brooklyn, I thought, where's Brooklyn at? Where's Brooklyn at? <laughs> there you go. I, my, my husband was raised in Brooklyn. So I'm a big fan of Brooklyn. So. <laughs> So yes, yes, yes. And so, yeah. And it's so interesting because we do live in a time and space where there is no one way to really, um, you know, sort of live out your careers and your aspirations and all that good stuff. And certainly LinkedIn is, LinkedIn is a tremendous tool to get us to wherever it is that we desire to go. So let's talk LinkedIn and, and specifically, like, why does LinkedIn matter? The year is 2022. And why does LinkedIn matter? Yeah. So it matters for so many reasons and it all depends on what your goal is. You know, if you think about LinkedIn just as a social network, like another Facebook or Twitter, or even TikTok, you're like, oh, it's just there to waste time. You know, I can spend a couple hours on it and have nothing to show for it. But if you want to find a job, start a business, find clients, all of those things are totally obtainable through LinkedIn if you keep your eyes on the prize. So we can talk about all those use cases and more but always come to LinkedIn with a specific objective in mind. And then there are ways to actually get there on the site. And that's such a great point because, yeah, I mean, begin with the end in mind. Who's that? Stephen Covey, I think. And so when you think about that, what are some of the features? Like what are some of the more important features that you have found that folks um, that are useful for folks specific to people who, because our listening community is primarily either business professionals and or entrepreneurs, small business owners. So with those folks in mind, what do you think are some of the more important features? Yeah, so let's talk about the professional market and we can talk about entrepreneurs. So the first thing you have to understand is that unlike the other social networks where the other side of it is basically advertisers who want to sell you stuff, the other side of LinkedIn is recruiters. 
And so if you ever wondered like, hey, how does Google or McKinsey or Goldman Sachs or any firm under the sun decide who they're going to hire? It all comes back to LinkedIn. And what no professional knows, but they should know about is that there is another version of LinkedIn that is built just for recruiters and it costs $10,000 per year per seat. And yet every recruiter in the world still buys it because it's the only tool that gives them access to all the world's talent. And so it's not just about putting your profile out there into the ether and crossing your fingers. There are millions of people searching for your talent every single day. And unless you have a great profile on LinkedIn, you're basically invisible. So that's the first step is you got to understand who's on the other side of the screen. Yes. And so what about for entrepreneurs? Like what should they be considering? Because it may be like, oh, well, I'm not looking for a job, but certainly there's a, a wonderful business case for why folks should show up and show out on LinkedIn. Exactly. And again, it's all about the other side of the audience, which is because LinkedIn has 800 million professionals on it, chances are your future client is also on LinkedIn. And so if you're selling marketing consulting services, or you're an engineer who wants to go freelance or whatever it is that you want to hang a digital shingle out for, guess what? Someone wants to buy your services and your talent on the other side of LinkedIn. And again, if they're searching for someone, I need an accountant to help me. I need a financial professional and you're not there. They're going to choose somebody else. Yeah. And that's so important. So it's not just, um, showing up because anyone can take up space, but it's also how do you show up in a way that really showcases your brilliance that just shows the best side of you. So with that in mind, are there particular features inside of LinkedIn that folks should be paying particular attention to when it comes to them really just building their profile? Yeah. I love the way you frame that Kelly showcase your brilliance. I think that's the best way to think about LinkedIn versus, Oh, just another resume where I just sort of fill in the boxes and call it a day. Because if you think about it, there are really two audiences for everything you do on LinkedIn. Number one is the LinkedIn search algorithm. So like any technology tool, you know, there's something behind the scenes that's powering who rises to the top of the search results. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, the algorithm is all about keywords. You know, if you want to be found for a project management role, do you have project manager in your headline? That's the most important part of your profile for the algorithm. Mm -hmm. But then think about the human recruiter, who's your second audience. They want to see an amazing headshot that says, hey, this person is engaging and organized. They're a leader. They want to see an about section that gives them a really good sense of who you are and what you can do for them. And then they want to see that track record of success that puts their mind at ease. So definitely nail the keywords, nail the, the minimum basic stuff, but go one step further to showcase that brilliance and make that recruiter say, hey, the search stops here. So are there any advanced sort of tricks or things that you want to, that you believe are either highly underutilized? Because the one thing that I recognize is that not only on LinkedIn, but all the social media networks, it feels like they're constantly in this stage of evolution. And it's really difficult to keep up with all the different moving parts, unless you just are living, breathing and sleeping the platform, which most people aren't. So what are some of those advanced strategies or tricks that people maybe aren't aware of inside of yeah. LinkedIn? Let me give your listeners kind of a sneak peek at some of these big insider uh, things that LinkedIn folks know. And some of them are actually even beyond LinkedIn, as you'll see. So first thing is, don't just focus on shoring up your foundation, you know, building a great profile. Also go on the offense a little bit. 
if you want to get a great job or if you want to find clients, go to your alumni tool, which is the product that I worked on at LinkedIn, which will show you all your thousands of fellow Wolverines or Spartans or Jayhawks, wherever you went to school. Mm -hmm. And you can get there at linkedin.com slash alumni. And then what you'll see is, aha, here are all these people who went to the same school who are working at Apple or working at Boeing or working wherever I want to work. Let me reach out to those folks. And oh, by the way, don't pay for LinkedIn premium. Don't drop a hundred bucks a month just for the privilege of reaching out to an alum. Instead, you can look up their actual email address for free on a separate site called hunter.io. And so if you want to figure out what's the email format for google.com or boeing.com, it will get you all started. Now you can reach out to that alum. And the data is really clear here. If someone refers you for a job, you have 10 times the opportunity to get an interview and actually get that offer versus someone who only applies online. Let that sink in for a second. For this critical thing that could make you so much happier at work, happy in your life, frankly, you want to give yourself the best odds and the referral is the best way to do that. Yeah. And that's such a great point, Jeremy, because I often tell folks, you know, it makes sense to, you know, find out who's already in those organizations, because if nothing more, you might find out that, oh my gosh, I'm miserable here. Don't come here. The culture is whatever. (laughs) And so it's great to do some of that initial um, due diligence on your own. And to your point, I I am a firm believer that part of the reason why it works to, you know, go through someone who's currently employed at an employer that you're interested in is because many of them are incented financially to help you get the job too, because it's like, okay, I want a job at Microsoft. Let me reach out to somebody at Microsoft because, ooh, guess what? They get a $5,000, you know, bonus for every person that they support in recruiting. And so, so yeah, there are tremendous financial incentives to work through an individual or individuals who are affiliated with someone you are looking to connect with or a a job that you're looking to employ or um, apply for inside of an organization. What about some other tips? Are there any other advanced strategies that folks should be aware of? Yeah. So let me talk about the actual sort of pursuit of the job once you've identified the right opportunity. So for the first time in the history of job boards, all of your listeners out there can now go to LinkedIn and find remote jobs. You know, so often in the past, I want to work remote, but there's just no opportunities in that space. They're so hard to find. Now you go to linkedin.com slash jobs and you put in the remote filter or the hybrid filter. And at last count, there are half a million jobs in the US alone that are listed as fully remote. So for anyone who that's important for, check that out. Number two, tell me if you ever had this experience, Kelly. Have you ever applied for a job, had all of your hopes and dreams poured into your cover letter, your resume, and then had two travesties befall you? Number one, you didn't get the job, but number two, you never heard back Mm. and the job was still posted six months later. Mm. Have you ever had that? The latter. And I hear that all the time from people. Basically a ghost job, right? Yeah. Like, wait a second. Were they really hiring? What was going on there? And there are a lot of reasons it could happen. Like maybe the recruiter forgot to take it down, or maybe they were building a pipeline ahead of time. But LinkedIn will now show you a little good housekeeping seal of approval on certain jobs that says actively recruiting. And when you see that symbol, there is actually a recruiter behind the scenes who is reviewing applicants on a regular basis and actually reaching out to them. And so if you want to make sure you're not being ghosted, look for that sign. Wow, that is a good tip. 
Excellent. And so what are, let's shift a bit and let's talk from the entrepreneur's perspective, if you can, what are some of the advanced tricks um, that you would advise those listeners to tap into? Yeah. So obviously you can reach out to all sorts of prospective clients, but conversely, you might rather have the clients come right to you and you Mm. can now do that on LinkedIn. Yes. So if you go to your profile, the first thing you're going to see underneath your name is this thing called open to work. And for your job seekers out there, this is a bat signal to recruiters saying, hey, you want a product manager or you want an accountant, here I am, come and get me. And that's a powerful signal for career changers or for job seekers. But there's a corresponding signal right next to it called open for business, Mm. where basically you can say, here are the services I offer. And if anyone goes into LinkedIn's small business service tool and says, hey, I need to find someone with an SEO background or with a design background, they can actually find you and reach out to you with a request for proposal. And so that's just a free way to generate leads for your business right there on LinkedIn. Excellent. Anything else? And then I think for the entrepreneur who's really savvy, you got to be thinking about how can I get my foot in the door with people on the inside at the folks who could really be great clients? And we've already talked about that alumni piece, but think about this. The alumni piece is only one part of your identity. Yes, you might be a Florida Gator, but you are also friends with 500 people and you used to work at Cisco and all this other stuff. And so on LinkedIn, when you search for someone in your organization that you want to target with your business, you can say, show me everyone who is a second degree connection, basically a friend of a friend. So even Mm -hmm. if I don't know anyone directly, I can have someone introduce me to an insider or show me everyone who used to work at my company. And I can reach out as a fellow alum of that organization to get my foot in the door. So the bottom line is, if you want to bust in either as a job seeker or as um, a small business owner, there's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. There you go. And so, <laughs> and so Jeremy, share with folks how they can get help with their LinkedIn profiles. Because of course, I know there's tons of resources out there and some folks, you know, they just want a little bit of help in order to get that work done. So share with share some strategies there. Yes, I'll give you two good resources. So on my website, I have a free profile grader that basically walks you through the 10 things on your profile that matter most. And by the way, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter. Like endorsements, for instance, we spend a lot of time endorsing me, endorsing you, but that actually does not amount to a really clear signal for recruiters. So if you go to thejobinsiders.com slash grader, you can get your profile graded for free. And because I have a brand new book out about LinkedIn, if you go to the jobinsiders.com slash linked, you can actually get a free profile review for me. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah. So the idea of the book is for the last decade, basically since I worked at LinkedIn, I've been doing all the support and training for MBA programs and EMBAs, things like that. But I think one of the biggest things about LinkedIn is that no matter where you're coming from, you now have access to that proverbial old boys network because the old boys network has now been put online for everyone to see. And so I don't want it just to be restricted to the old boys. I want everyone to have access to it. And the book just made it a little more democratic. Excellent. Well, thank you for that, Jeremy. Thank you for your time. And thank you for these tips. I know you referred to the best ways to get the, um, you know, the 10 things that uh, to do in order to increase your visibility and things of that nature. But if folks are listening in and want to connect with you directly, what's the best way to do that? Well, there's a certain professional network out there with 800 million (laughs) professionals. So yeah, feel free to look me up on LinkedIn. I would love to connect with anyone who listened on the show 
and uh, chat, chat from there. Excellent. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for your time and your insight. It is appreciated. Thank you, Kelly. And good luck to all your listeners out there. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Thank you.